the way that the pay, a person makes you feel when you look at them, the way you feel when you're in your skin is partly about the position and the state of your fat pads. So that's why I need to understand them. Welcome to the Aesthetics Mastery Show. I'm Dr. Tim Pierce. Hi, I'm Ryder Pierce. And today we're talking about anatomy, but not the kind of anatomy that you just learn to show off to your friends, if you're that kind of injector, the kind that you actually use in your consultation. So let's dive in and talk about how we use anatomy in the consultation to help our patients get better results. Particularly with regards to the superficial fat pads. Today is about superficial fat pads. We will cover the rest in future shows. Today we're talking about the superficial fat. Okay, so what, what are these pads? So what are, well, fat is fat and fat is used as an energy storage, but it is also used to help muscles slide more easily across each other. So it has a functional role. And then, of course, also it has an aesthetic role. So I actually think your appearance is one of the functions of health. So... Um, I think the way you look affects how you feel and how you behave and therefore affects the function of the organism. This is a big uh, debate we need to actually have in the industry at all, which is, is your appearance a function of health or is it just something that's pretty or not? Um, but they absolutely involve creating an aesthetic outcome. So the, the way that the pay, a person makes you feel when you look at them, the way you feel when you're in your skin is partly about the position and the state of your fat pads. So that's why I need to understand them. So tell us more about the aesthetic impact of superficial fat pads. Well, once you understand the fat pads, you'll actually start to be able to see them in people's faces. And uh, particularly as you get older, you can see where they've shifted. And then they usually are defined by ligaments which hold on the surface of the skin. So the, the cutaneous ligaments that attach the skin to the bone will reveal some of the fat compartments. So you can actually, when your fat departments become depleted, you see the anatomy underneath and uh, it it creates a kind of visual clutter. So one of the functions aesthetically of the fat pads is to create a sense of harmony. Now, of course, they also contribute to volume, which means that they are also contributing to the proportion of the of the face. So if you lose particularly your lateral fat pads, for example, which often happens, uh, happens in everyone, but it happens more noticeably in women, they become squarer. So you lose the lateral projection. Uh, you tend to then increase the volume of the fat pads lower down and you become a you become squarer so that's one of the one of the little battles that we're fighting in aesthetics is restoring the fat pads that are higher up and trying um, often to reduce the size of the fat pads that are lower down and that creates a more feminine more heart-shaped face um, so you've got the shape of the face the harmony between structures and the proportion of the face that are all controlled partly by fat pads as well as all the other structures in the face now i've had a big treatment recently but I was, am I right in saying I had some serious lateral fat pad loss here? Yeah, so actually if you look closely at most people's faces, if they've maintained their weight well, then you will see that they lose fat laterally first and medially later on. So what that means in terms of what you see is you get squarer and you get more heavy in the middle. Uh, and laterally you get basically more depleted. So lateral volume loss, medial less so. And, and a really good aesthetic treatment will treat from lateral to medial. But if you're being very holistic, you tend to treat lateral to medial. What do you mean if they've maintained their weight? If, if someone's very slim, you can see fat depletion a bit more easily. Otherwise, what you see is relative fat, fat depletion. So they do have a heavier, some of the fat pads are bigger than others, but it's much easier to see where the fat pad is really depleted when, when you have a BMI of like 22. 
you can just see the actual hollowness as opposed to just seeing slightly full, more full in the middle if, you, if you've got a BMI over 28. So basically, if you are relatively slim, it's w- worse for you later. Yeah, I don't know if it's worse. It's just easier to see where, where it's kind of bony and slim. Like it it's effectively becomes bony because you've lost the fat. Whereas if, you're, if, you, if you have a BMI over 30, there, there is no place where it's bony unless you may be you know, 65. Um, it just becomes more obvious that there's a almost like a missing fat pad that you can replace. So it's it's still there if you're if you're full of face, but it's just harder to see the actual loss of the fat pad. So where are the key superficial fat pads that we need to watch out for? So the superficial fat pads are simply the layer of fat that's between the SMAS, that's the superficial muscular aponeurotic system. So it's a layer of connective tissue, muscle and fat. And above that is a layer of fat. And that and above that is the is the skin. So it's just the fat that's in that particular layer. And it's the first thing after the skin, which is why it's important aesthetically. How many superficial fat pads are there? So um, there are actually little differences in different textbooks, but I, I count 12. So there are 12 superficial fat pads. There are three in the forehead. There's the central fat pad right in the middle of your forehead. And then slightly trickily, they're sometimes confusingly named. There's often central and middle and medial and middle used, but it's called the middle forehead fat pad. It's actually the lateral on the lateral aspect of your forehead. And then there's the lateral temple and cheek forward. This this is the top three which are in the forward. There are then also three around the eyes. So around your eye, you have your superior, inferior, and lateral orbital fat pads. And then there are three in the anterior part of the cheek. That's the medial, middle, and the nasolabial fat pad. We also have three in the lower face, the jowl, the premental, and the platysmal fat pad. So superficial fat pads is obviously not very meaningful for a layperson. How can you use this in your consultation? Well, the key that I've realised over the years is that patients actually really like to know the fundamental reason why they look different. If you just tell them, oh, you need to have some volume added in your cheeks, they're kind of like, well, fair enough. But they don't actually feel certain about it in the same way as when you explain there's actually a fat pad that was there that shrinks as you get older. You can see that, and if I and that's why you look older. And if I can replace it, you're going to look younger. And it's exactly the bit that's missing, as opposed to just something that I kind of think would be a nice idea to treat. So it gives them a lot more certainty. Um, fat pads are also key in terms of explaining the whole process of aging, because as we've already touched on, um, this relative um, disharmony that comes about as you lose fat lateral to medial um, causes the descent of tissue in the midface, so you you actually get jowls and you get this you know your middle labial fold and your nasal labial fold is partly because of the loss support higher up, uh, allowing the fat pads that don't shrink as much to slip forward. So if you can explain that to your patient and then offer a solution, it's way more powerful than just saying you need your cheeks done. You know, so that fundamental explanation is is I think really important for patients to understand. Plus, it makes you look like the expert as well, which is always good for general trust. So yes, the best kind of trust is the trust that you earn in the consultation. Because yes, you can have every certificate going, but if you have the ability to listen to your patient, teach them, bring them up to speed with the understanding, and then recommend a treatment that specifically solves their particular problem, they will trust you way more than any certificate on the wall uh, in terms of actually seeing you as an expert. So this is why teaching is important in your consultation. We do need to give these explanations in a clear and fundamental way uh, for certain patients who really care about this. Now, I will say not not every patient cares. They just want the result sometimes. But you will meet plenty of patients who love to have a really good understanding of why you're treating them a specific way. 
And it's just the kind of thing as well they're so much more likely to tell their friends about. <clears throat> you know, when you're referring a professional or, you know, like the hairdresser or something, you kind of want to have the words to say why this thing that you're saying is valuable to your friend. And I, I would say something like, oh, yeah, you know, he really went into depth with me and it helped me to understand. You know, it, mm. I think that kind of thing is so powerful. Yeah, for some people. We're, not for everyone, though. It's interesting. So how are we going to use this, our knowledge of the superficial fat pads for treatment design? Well, once you understand the fat pads and you know where they are and you start to analyze a face, quite often you'll actually see a specific fat pad that's shifted or lost. And we've got a little example we can show you here of someone whose lateral orbital fat pad had shrunk. Um, normal aging, she's actually a super healthy person, happy person who looks after herself, who just happens to have lost one fat pad slightly faster than the other. Now, I can see it, I can under I explain it as a missing fat pad, and then when I do the consultation and offer a solution, it makes a lot more sense because she's she was the kind of person who wants to look natural. She doesn't want to look done, she just wants to look fresh and herself. And so it makes perfect sense to someone like that to show her the fat pad, teach her about the anatomy, and then recommend a treatment that replaces that fat pad, and then you get this beautiful symbiosis of her understanding and appreciating your, your efforts, but also seeing the result in a much richer way so she appreciates what you've done. And you also get a much better result because you've actually treated the missing fat pad as opposed to just executing the injection pattern that you learned on training six months ago. Mm, yeah, or a, a vending machine approach where the client says they want X and you give it to them without yeah. any questions asked. Oh, and if you would like to use the fat pads more in your consultation and perhaps want to post a your wall, we actually have one now for sale. We've just created them. You can click on the link and get your own copy of the superficial fat pads and the ligaments and use them in your consultation as soon as that arrives. So just click on the link if you're interested in that. Let us know if you enjoyed that episode and do drop us a comment. We love seeing your comments below and don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell if you would like to be reminded every time we upload. Thank you for watching. Take care. Bye.